everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey everybody, it's Jim Ehrman, one of your teaching pastors here at Effort of Community Church, and welcome to this week's Pastors Podcast. How we come up with that title, I'm not exactly sure, but it sure is catchy, alliteration at least. But I am really excited this week. Um, I found out last week that I was going to be doing the podcast, and when you're the person doing it, you get to choose who you want to hang out with uh, for that podcast, and I immediately thought of Dr. K. Bauer. If you don't know... Dr. K, um, please, please, please. Her and her mother, who are often together, what, Saturday night services? Right? That's right. Big part of it. And uh, really, really, really important to the life here at Effort of Community Church. I'm not sure if you know this, but uh, K um, is, uh, I would call her one of our directors of administration and has real serious giftings in being able to not just see an issue, not even uh, just see the solution to the issue, but figure out ways to get there. I think Andy Stanley calls that visioneering, someone who can spot where the solution is and then figure out the steps to move a people there. Where I'm the type that, shucks, I can spot issues and solutions, and then I'm like, can someone else solve this, however? <laughs> uh, and then God gives us the gift of someone like Dr. K, but really get to know her. K, what is your doctorate in? Do you mind me asking? Um, I don't mind asking. Thank you for the kind words. Oh, I, I'll, I'll wait later to hear what it is you want. <laughs> um, my doctorate is in strategic leadership and mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. Yeah, well, it it comes through, particularly the strategic leadership. I know entrepreneurship is much more about that power of the startup or the visioning, but goodness gracious, Kay has done so much for us here. And uh, I'm really proud of this church. I just want to say that. Sometimes I use these as, as commercials. I have rarely seen a group of people who have been assembled for a, a classic task of leading a church, but also asking the question of how, do, how can we do this better? Or what's the Spirit saying about the next iteration yes. of this thing. Yeah. And we're there. Now, uh, granted, we're part of Lancaster County where everything's solved through efficiency and longer hours, but um, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> you got to love that here. But but sometimes yeah. it's also it's about slowing down and reflecting and thinking, how do we want to do this in new ways? What's yes. the Spirit doing? And Kay's a big part of that. Uh, thrilled to be with you as we are launching into, uh, about to launch into a new series um, on the Holy Spirit. But I love the fact that we're, we're wrapping up this series on invisible kingdoms um, and segueing into the fact that whatever's going on in the invisible kingdom, right, whatever the spiritual warfare is, and mm-hmm. truthfully, I, wouldn't you agree the last couple of weeks have been largely what's coming against us, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Very very much so. Yeah. 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 I, I, I keep going. It's been really helpful to, <clears throat> excuse me, see that change. Um, and kind of have vision brought to the things that are invisible right. in our lives that come against us. That, yeah. That's been really, really a great thing to experience through the messages that have been brought. Yeah, and I helped to uh, facilitate or steward a connect group. And it's amazing, even those that have grown up in the charismatic stream of the church. I didn't, so uh, teachings around... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, spiritual warfare and invisible kingdom dynamics. It's not like they're new to me, but they're definitely always fresh still for yes. me. But even people who've grown up in this stream of the church that's that's aware of these things, it's, it was such a great reminder. And I just want to share the one verse with you that um, I find fascinating. When, when Peter the Apostle, closing out one of his epistles, reminds us, he says, you know, humble yourself under God's mighty hand that he might lift you up. Cast your anxiety on him. Be self-controlled and alert 
for the devil is prowling like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. I mean, the, 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 Peter, here's this apostle when he actually says, hey, couple things if I could remind you, right? Be f- careful of anxiety. Make sure you stay self-controlled and alert because you have an actual enemy after you. I don't know about you. I've made enough dumb decisions that catch up with me in life, right? I don't need an extra enemy to jump on top of that. That's right. That's right. Well, and I think, you know, the, <clears throat> this last year has been kind of an anxious year. Yeah. There's There's been a lot of extra anxiety, a lot of people feeling um, life is kind of out of control mm-hmm. because freedoms are gone and the ability to move around is gone and the ability to gather is gone. And so we feel like we've lost a lot and that sense of loss makes us anxious. That's right. So to be reminded that that's, that's nothing new yeah. um, and maybe coming in a different form right now, but that's it's not new and God already had a plan for Mm -hmm. helping us deal with that by first through Peter's words alerting us reminding us this is here Um, but then second providing his Holy Spirit as a way to move through that beyond it into the things he has for us yeah and you nailed it that's that's exactly that's exactly the perfect segue because Kevin decided Pastor Kevin as we were putting this series together decided that this week coming off of the last week of the invisible kingdoms he wanted to concentrate on the gift of the Holy Spirit being given to us, right? Yep. So that alone is an amazing thing because some people can sit and look at invisible kingdom dynamics, spiritual warfare, and you begin to get kind of fixated by it or you live in fear or something or you realize like how much power do dark forces have in this world but i love the fact that we sit and go how much greater is something that we've been given in the holy spirit so Kay and i thought we'd launch um the next couple of weeks of conversation about the holy spirit by both sharing a little bit about <laughs> our formative experiences growing up in the church how did the church communities or let's just say the discipleship communities that we were a part of shape um, shape our view of the Holy Spirit. Do you want to go first or me? What do you want to do? Um, I'd love to go first. You go. So I grew up in the UCC church and um, went to Messiah College after that. And those are two um, arenas in the days I went there that were very much quiet on the mm-hmm. subject of the Holy Spirit. I used to say, you know, when we did the prayers in the UCC church, it was always in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. We didn't say Holy Spirit. We didn't talk about mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. And the knowledge of the Spirit was, in my experience, largely absent. Mm-hmm. So he was a ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until after I got out of college and I came across a book called How to Live Like a King's Kid. Yeah. Um, and I read it and thought, my gosh, there's actually, like, there's more to this mm-hmm. than I knew or expected. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very similar. I grew up, and maybe some of you are listening in have similar stories, but I grew up in a church that it didn't preach against a fuller understanding of life in the Spirit, but it certainly didn't want to talk about it. I oftentimes compare it to the, the weird uncle that comes at <laughs> Christmas and Thanksgiving dinner, where, of course, he's part of the family. We're not denying that. Right. But, you know, only hang out with Uncle Johnny for so long until things start to go a little weirder mm-hmm. sideways. And in a sense, I was given these soft signals that, hey— the Spirit was given to us to seal us for salvation, right? That it's almost this seal that almost like saran wraps us so we can get through the ugliness of this world and get to where we're really supposed to be, which is in heaven. And I was never given any sense of the transformative 
or the empowering work of the Spirit and the Spirit's ability to bring change on this side mm -hmm. of heaven, right? right? It was always sealed for a, a later thing. And so for me, it was very much as I began to encounter like, my goodness, there's some kind of power that's given to us mm -hmm. in the spirit that I'm not tapping into in some ways. I mean, did you have that moment yourself coming out of your journey? Um, I really did. Yeah. I really did reading, reading this book. Um, and it was written a long time ago by a man who was a businessman. Um, mm. And he came alive in the Holy Spirit, and he described it in both his personal life and his professional life in ways that I'd never heard anyone talk about. Mm -hmm. And I would read these stories, and I think it must be amazing to be able to come into a situation full of difficulty and and have that knowledge that comes from the Holy Spirit that this is where God is in this situation. Mm -hmm. And he would use that then to get into the situation to bring about a solution or a resolution or a freedom or a healing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, whoa, like, that's nothing like that ever happened at church. Like, wow, where has this been? And so okay. it opened me up to saying, um, God, I, I see this Holy Spirit phrase in your word. I don't, I don't think I know this person, this yeah, part right. of you, and I'd like to. Yeah, and it's funny, as soon as I started to realize the gift of the Holy Spirit for empowerment in this world, I began to see it all over the scriptures all mm -hmm. of a sudden. Isn't it funny, like, the, the way we're trained, and by the way, I'm not taking shots, I don't mean to kick my cradle, of, I'm, I'm really deeply appreciative of the streams of the church and the things I was given right. that I was grown up in, but once you start to be given a new set of lenses by God. It's amazing how it changes the way you read things. And I remember so many times reading the book of Ephesians where Paul does his kind of opening there. And he begins by first saying, you know, I pray that you um, have an increase in the knowledge of love of God for you. I, I love that the apostle decides to say, hey, if I could pray for anything for you, it, that you'd increase in your awareness of the love of God for you. But the second thing he prays for, and I don't know how many years I walked past it, he says, and that you might know the power that is at work in you. The power that's in working you for the same power that was at work in Christ to raising from the dead has yes. been given to you. And I don't know how I kind of sanitized or <laughs> pasteurized or whatever term we want to use. I, I, I sanitized that to be somehow just taken back to like, well, a power was at work to save me from something. Yes. But not necessarily save me for something. And let me tell you, you know, I oftentimes yeah. say that. Like, it was like the Spirit saved me from death and hell. It is so clear as I began to read the New Testament, like, oh, and the Spirit saved you for great things on this earth, whether it's breakthroughs personally or even mission. I love something that we were talking about earlier. Kay was recognizing that so many times we use this empowerment we find in the Spirit uh, for personal breakthroughs, right? Yes. yes. Yep. Share a little bit more about it, your thoughts on it. So. Well, it, one of the things that I know I've done as I've learned about the Holy Spirit and how he moves is I've sought wisdom or guidance or insight for things. I've looked for uh, changes in myself, yeah. in, in capability or thought patterns or freedom from things. And I think that's all part of it for sure. You know, mm -hmm. God has his power in us to conform us to the likeness of Christ. Mm -hmm. So where there's a difference, the Holy Spirit helps us work on that. That's right. But after a while, I began to realize, like you, you're reading the scriptures, you're seeing things in new ways. You're thinking, well, there's actually a lot more to it than just mm -hmm. what, if you will, is for me That's right. personally. Mm -hmm. Jesus says in Acts, um, you know, so that this power comes to you so that you can go 
to the ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. That's right. Speaking about me. Yeah, that's that's right. Right. Wait a minute. So there's a there's a bigger purpose, as that's almost right. everything is with God. There's more to what you're experiencing than just what you experience. There's either life for others through your experience, or there's a call on you to step more fully into God's life. Oh, that's so gorgeous. I think think I'm often reminded one of God's biggest critiques of the Hebrew worldview in the Old Testament Mm -hmm. is, I have given you such gifts and you've hoarded them to yourselves rather than turning around and giving them to the nations. Yes. Because we all have times in this, I think it was Corey Tenboon that says, God will keep giving to you if you keep your fingers open so that it can pour straight through to others. And mm-hmm. so I, I do love the fact that we're part of a faith community that believes yes. in personal transformation. Absolutely. That, that I no longer live, need to live in addictive cycles. That even debt that I might have been a part of getting myself into, God wants to help deliver me from. Yes. Broken relationships that I might have been a part of helping create the bad dynamics and how he wants to heal them and restore beauty Mm -hmm. for ashes. This is the work of the Holy Spirit, isn't it? I almost want to, I almost just want to get excited and say, thank you, God, for the fact that you're, you're not just, uh, stopping darkness on the planet you're healing what darkness has done right yes. and i get so yes. excited but I, what i hear you reminding us is is i want to be someone that once i've given given these breakthroughs um i turn around and offer them in some ways to others to do yep. a mission in this world because that's where the holy spirit you're right i think christ is really clear and the apostles you will have spirit the spirit will come upon you as you go and as you believe and as you pray ask and keep asking knock and keep knocking mission seems to be one way to release the power of the spirit right yes yes and it i think it's an amazing thing that god does because he'll bring us along he'll help mm-hmm. heal those relationships he'll help us with our debt he'll improve us he'll make us more christ-like mm-hmm. to the end of saying great now here's something in yourself, you cannot do. That's right. That's right. That's why I gave you my spirit. That's right. Because to move forward with the love I have for every single person in the world, you are my hands and feet. That's Whether exactly. you feel ready oh, or you not. You nailed it. You nailed it. I tend to think that one of the biggest things that keep us from moving in the power of spirit is not necessarily the works of the devil, but our own shame. We get caught in our own self-narratives, don't yep. we? Yep. Uh, that the debt was my fault. The relationship stuff was my fault. Um, and friends, let me break it to you. It was, <laughs> but that has yeah. been taken in by Christ as if to say, I mean, Luke 4, we pray it almost every week here. Actually, I do think we pray it every week as yes. a staff here. Every word Jesus has for us is, you were prisoners, you were blind, you were broken, you were oppressed, and I've come to declare the favorable year of the Lord. We don't deserve what we've been given, but I don't want to sit and just simply go, well, I don't deserve it, so I'm not going to take advantage of it, right? Right. Gorgeous stuff. And so I just want to say to you all that um, uh, over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking quite boldly about the Holy Spirit. We're not trying to indoctrinate. We're not trying to put forth any singular way to understand who God is. But as a church community, we are here to say this. We believe that the person of the Holy Spirit was given to us by Jesus Christ and that it is a oftentimes untapped resource in our life. So would you with me in your prayers and in your life this week, simply say yes to what the Holy Spirit might want to be doing in you and in our community. Right, And I'm sure you have a lot of swirling questions. If you do, rate us at ask 
at effortacommunity.church, and one of us will get back to you. So if you have any questions beginning to brew, if you want to talk a little bit about your own story or some of the things you've believed in the past, you want to chat through with a pastor or someone who might be able to help you, we're here for you. But we, we just want to say this. We deeply appreciate you, and we look forward to journeying into this study of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Dr. K, for being Thank with us you. today. Appreciate it. What a delight. Let's do it again. Absolutely. All right. Take care. Have a great week. God bless. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com. Community